There is a doctor by the name of Jordan Peterson. He is a clinical psychologist who has experienced a surge in popularity over the last couple of years. And I want to break down why this is from a marketing perspective. Because it's fascinating. It's fascinating to see a doctor psychologist gain the kind of popularity this individual has and I think it's important to learn from this and because I like marketing I think it would make sense for me to look at this from a marketing perspective and see all the different initiatives of what just a, an individual has been able to accomplish in a very short amount of time of course leading up to all of this Dr. Peterson has had years and years and years of experience in psychology. He knows what he's talking about. He knows the subject, and that helps. I think, first and foremost, people are looking for credibility, authenticity, for experience and knowledge, and I've not met any psychologist with the kind of knowledge and in-depth background that Peterson has had. So that's a really fascinating piece. Now, if you ever watch him, you'll notice he's actually quite kind. He's, he's very direct in what he's saying. He's well thought out in his words and his speech. He doesn't say something that isn't true. He, he definitely does really think through what he's about to say and there's something quite profound and strong in his voice and people are gravitating to that now from a marketing perspective he has a very specific type of audience an audience that has sort of gravitated to his work and it's young men young men seem to be gravitating to his words and it seems like that's his audience those are the people who are tuning in uh, Peterson landed on the map a couple of years ago from an incident an outcry um, about some sort of bill about changing the language in Canada and he was against that. So he caused a bit of a stir because of his controversial stance on changing language. And that's fine that he took a stance. But of course, he rose in popularity because of it. You see people started tuning in and wondering, hey, well, who's this guy who's creating such a stir among the opposition, I suppose you could call this the opposition. So that drove up his audience. You, you see, he was already putting out videos on YouTube well before this was happening. So he was sharing his lectures because he's teaching. He's actually a professor as well. And he was recording his lectures. So he he had been putting out videos on YouTube for a while, but he had a base of all of these videos. So at the point when things caught on fire, 
people had somewhere to go to check him out, to listen to his words of wisdom. And boy, did he have lots to talk about content-wise. So people had something to tune into. There was already content there, something to check out. And he also had a book. He had a book that he had created to show further credibility. And then in the last couple of years, he released another book to just add more and more credibility to his profile. So how did it go even further? So beyond this outrage, Jordan Peterson started looking at communities to speak at, communities to be in front of, to share his thoughts and share his views on the psychology of today, of what people are going through. And he didn't just go to the most popular communities. No, he actually started doing interviews among communities that you wouldn't think a professor, a psychologist would go to. Very unique communities. And these communities helped push his words forward. They latched on to what he was all about. So that's all very fascinating where you go to these very, very specific small communities that no one else really frequents. But he decided, I'm going to focus on these communities and push, push my thoughts out to them. And that helped create a bit of a further push beyond the outrage. So it was a very good strategic play. Because if you can use your audience and your fans to help spread the word and if you're saying something powerful and meaningful then that even goes a step further and of course what he was saying really resonated with the struggles of young men so naturally they started sharing the content also they would take clips of interviews and edit them and reshare them and a lot of his words of wisdom were cut down into little clips and shared again. So the content caught on fire. I mean, of course it did. So that's a very unique marketing approach. You see, maybe a lot of people wouldn't go to these different communities and talk. No, a lot of people would shy away from it. But Peterson decided, I'm going to go to these communities that others maybe neglect and talk about my stances on the world and society. And because of that, he had a unique edge. He wasn't aiming for this mainstream audience where it's very difficult to cut through the noise. So we can learn a few things about perhaps niche marketing, grassroots, very specific types of marketing strategies because... That could just be enough, right? All it takes is a few people to share your content, and then boom, things kind of catch on fire. Now, he's also got, well, he had a Patreon so people could donate if people enjoyed his content. He did a lot of podcast interviews and podcast interviews if you listen to him it's really refreshing to listen to somebody for that many hours but he would go on 
and do two three-hour interviews, not a problem at all, and speak long form about different topics and issues. And that kind of accessibility just added more fuel to the fire. Because how many psychologists give you that much time? You'd be lucky to get an hour out of a psychologist. But to get that much time out of a psychologist and intimate conversations about topics that really do resonate, that's intriguing. And then he did live events. So he went out and did these speaking seminars And once again, a psychologist doing these events, these public forums, it just seemed unheard of. From an intellect standpoint, you don't see intellects selling out theaters. Well, he was. And it was all because of this this online buzz that he created. And that's the power of marketing, is being able to sort of start a conversation around things you believe in, right? And that's exactly what he's done. Now he has other social media accounts other than YouTube. He's got uh, Twitter where he's having some conversations and, uh, you know, he's using all the different platforms. But where things really caught on fire beyond this sort of legislation of changing language when he had a different stance. I mean, that was the starter point. It was just the sheer volume of interviews that he's done because that's really helped the small communities he's been a part of. He's just gone to places where others maybe haven't, and that has helped. Using the current modern media to to get the words across and doing it in a very unique way. Doing these live events, being further and further accessible, right? It helps that he's a, just a genuinely nice individual and that, well, people are happy to share his opinions. The controversy definitely has helped in terms of the marketing. But what has really helped is the fact that he's true to himself and that he speaks his mind and that he's really helping a lot of people. He's giving a lot of meaning to people. He's really helping in that aspect. And this is exactly what... I think people could learn from is that what you provide to the world hopefully will help someone, somebody, because that's going to help you grow your platform. I think that's pretty much it in terms of the marketing. I, I don't think I have too much else to add there. Uh, from from a personal branding standpoint, he. Dr. Peterson's really kind of figured it out. He's he's grown. He's got millions of subscribers now, followers. It's quite interesting to to see this kind of wildfire. And 
hopefully some of the marketing strategies you can implement in terms of business or life. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Bye.